As the healthcare sector implements a variety of new applications and increasingly moves to the cloud, it has a fresh opportunity to address security. Hello, I'm Joan Goodchild, Director of Multimedia Content with Information Security Media Group, and today I'm speaking with Daniel Bowden, CISO at Centera Healthcare, an integrated delivery system serving Virginia and North Carolina. Dan, what are the challenges for CISOs in healthcare at this critical turning point? And how can organizations get security right this time around? I think the, the challenge for, for CISOs in healthcare has been just the way technology has evolved. I think, I mean, in my mind, uh, healthcare in a way missed out on the technology movement of the 1990s. And then when we got into the 2000s, uh, we were, it was actually a mandated adoption of different healthcare technologies. And uh, in the rush to, to get that adoption, that mandated adoption done, it, uh, we deployed new expensive applications on top of infrastructures that really weren't as standardized as they needed to be, weren't as robust as they needed to be. And so as we now look at an evolution into uh, even more advanced technologies and moving into the cloud, um, we, we have a different uh, challenge and a different opportunity. Uh, again, the, the technology curve is uh, steeper. We have to learn more, but at the same time, I think we have another, a new opportunity to go back and do it right this time. And if we, we look at it as an opportunity like that and we think about what are best practice standards for, for doing things in the cloud and, and doing security in the cloud, uh, we, can, we can actually turn uh, what seems like a daunting task into um, a great opportunity. Now, you mentioned healthcare missing out on technology boom in the 90s. Let's dig into that a little bit more. How do you think this challenge and the things that you've just discussed are unique to the healthcare industry? I, I think that, you know, healthcare, but what made, in my mind, what makes it unique, I, I worked in banking uh, until 2007. And if you contrast just the differences, you know, banking had an opportunity to adopt technology at a pace that was aligned with business needs, and they were also pretty well regulated for a long time. In healthcare, I think you know, the technology adoption, it wasn't necessarily done in order to facilitate business, it, because every health system sort of went at their own pace. Uh, when they were ready for email, they did email. When they were ready for intranet, they did that. When we moved into computer provider order entry, we did that. And uh, I think that it was all done based on the individual capabilities in terms of money and other factors that healthcare systems had to do it. And so I think that's how the, the situation became unique because there, there wasn't necessarily a well-known uh, driver in terms of compliance at the time. You know, in 2007, 2008, uh, when we got into the, the era of the Affordable Care Act, and CMS, meaningful use, et cetera, those things actually drove us into that technology adoption curve. And so rapidly that uh, not all health systems, or I, I would even contend most health systems weren't ready to, to standardize all the technology that they had in a way to make those things easy to secure. Now, how does the CISO get involved at the right point in the software development life cycle when it comes to these 
kinds of projects and initiatives that they're looking at now? How can they advocate for themselves so that they are getting involved early enough? I think the, the key thing is just making sure that you, as a CISO, you've got to have a sort of a business hat and make sure that people uh, see you as someone who can facilitate that business initiative and then they'll be interested in what you have to say and uh, they'll want to know, okay, um, I don't want to, they, they don't want to have a breach. And I think that's what's evolved now is there is more awareness of people in leadership who want the new platform developed. They not only want it to work, they don't want to have a major security incident or a breach from it. And so they will go to the CISOs organization and ask for participation in that. And I think what's incumbent upon the CISO though at that point is to think about, well, what's the timing? What's the release schedule? What are they trying to accomplish? And how can I then inject whatever processes that are needed in an appropriate way to help them meet their schedule? So if it's an application platform that's going to be uh, require um, you know, scanning for application code, if you're going to be doing penetration testing, things like that, you need to learn how to work with the, the development team and the business team so that those processes and, and though that work effort is incorporated into the release schedule, and then whatever findings come out of those can be managed to an acceptable uh, risk level and still help keep on schedule. And I think that's where the trick comes in. But I think CISOs, if, if you can deliver that, that's the best way to advocate for yourself is you know, being involved and, and delivering on, on what you can do in a way that helps that, that business strategy still play out on time and on budget and per the specifications. Based on your career and your observations, what do you think the stakes are for security of not getting involved early enough in the software development life cycle? What happens is I think all of us, you know, if we've done security or been involved in systems architecture, learn, you eventually will always spend the time to do something right or to do it securely. The, the key question is, when do you spend the time and how much stress are you under while you're doing it? And I think that whether it's security or design, if it's not done well early on, it will have to be done later. But when it's done later, often it's done in a manner that the costs are going to be much higher and the risk associated with the platform is going to be much higher. And so getting involved early and getting involved in the planning process early, often people think more clearly, they account for uh, compliance and security requirements uh, more comprehensively. And the, the work often when it's well planned and well managed, the work to do that can be done less expensively as well. Healthcare organizations of all sizes around the country, around the world really, are increasingly moving to digital platforms. For organizations that are undergoing or going to undergo to take on this kind of process, what are some questions to ask at the outset and factors to be mindful of? Well, I actually you know, try to take that business approach and, and just ask the questions, well, what is it we're trying to accomplish with the platform or this new application? And you know, oftentimes, someone will give you a really detailed list of what, what we're trying to accomplish and so I try to do that early on, is ask, what are the goals? Are there particular expectations for functionality? Do you expect the functionality to increase 
in certain increments over time? Are we taking payments over this platform? Is that going to happen day one or is it going to happen later? But I think it's important just to understand what are the business goals right out of the gate um, from the outset. And then it helps you from a security standpoint know if you take a risk-based approach, uh, that way you don't, uh, you don't overspend or become a sort of an onerous piece of the, the process where people feel like, well, I just called the CISO and I got more bad news. It's uh, another you know, quarter million dollars and uh, a three-month delay. That's the worst case scenario where I think if you, you ask the questions early on, understand the goals, and work with the team, it really can be that simple. I, 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 in my mind, I don't think that there's an extensive list of questions after I understand what the business process is and what's trying to be accomplished. At that point, then it's basically, you know, good old fashioned CISO work. You know, what's the risk analysis? Uh, what kind of data are we using? How are we using it? And then uh, start defining policies and controls and, and how we, we monitor for that at that point. Daniel Bowden, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. For ISMG, I'm Joan Goodchild.